Welcome to the Confidence in You podcast with Helen Luxford. Here we talk about all things life. So let's get started. Here's your host, Helen Luxford. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast where we delve into a variety of topics to empower you to help you reclaim your confidence, embrace the chaos, and thrive in every aspect of your life. And today we have another fantastic episode lined up for you about sparking your confidence. Before we dive in, a quick reminder to subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Instagram at HelenLuxford100 for more hints and tips and let me know what you'd like to hear about in upcoming episodes. I love hearing from you. Confidence is inside all of us. We sometimes just have to unearth it and bring it to the surface. But trust me when I say you do have confidence inside of you. And when you find and unlock your confidence, it's the bridge to guide you or skyrocket you to reconnect with what truly matters by providing the strength to acknowledge your priorities and connect back in with your authentic self. When we look at others who we may perceive to be confident, we might think that confidence is that magnetic quality that seems to draw people in because they seem to speak so easily, they express what they want to say and sometimes they can appear as if they have it all together. But confidence isn't about that. It's not about being perfect or always knowing what to say. In fact, confident people do things a bit differently and today we'll explore five things to spark your confidence and give you tips on how to make them habits. The first thing, acceptance of imperfections. Confident people embrace imperfections. They understand that life is a journey, not a destination. And along the way, there will be bumps, detours and unexpected turns. And things do not always turn out as planned. And they realise that these bumps and detours are just another route on the journey of life. And instead of seeing these as obstacles, they view them as opportunities for learning and growth. So the first thing confident people do differently is accepting imperfections. And the tip for this is to start a daily journal or just jot down a note on your phone at the end of each day of one thing you learned today or one thing that challenged you. And as you look back on it now, how can you use that as a stepping stone for learning and growing? The second thing is self-reflection and learning. So building on from tip number one, which is acceptance of imperfections, confidence isn't about having all the answers. It's about being open to continuous learning and self-reflection. Confident people regularly engage in self-reflection and they take a moment to look back on what didn't go well and ask themselves, what did I learn from this experience? Or how can I grow from it? And when things do go well, they look back on those and remind themselves of how they approached that situation, how they approached it today, which is different from how they would have approached it in the past. And they acknowledge that they're always learning and growing and doing things differently now because they embrace a growth mindset, which is that reflection to look back, acknowledge what you do well now that you wouldn't have done in the past and build flexibility and adaptability into life. So the tip for this is in your journal or on your phone, ask yourself a question each day or a few times a week to help you see things differently 
Ask yourself a question like one of these. What's something I learnt today? Or what is something that with hindsight, now that I'm looking back on it, that I would do differently next time? And it can be small things. It doesn't have to be a big life-changing event that you're reviewing. Just what's something I'd do differently? It might be you got caught in traffic. So what you might do differently is listen to the traffic report. Or you rush to do something and next time you might be more considered or take more time or delay it so that you do have the time that you now realise you needed to complete that activity. The third thing is understanding your self-talk. And this is a massive one because the way we talk to ourselves really, really matters. Our self-talk is so important. And confident individuals understand that their inner dialogue may not always be the most positive. So the tip for this is they review this by using the OCCE method. OCCE. O-C-C-E. Observing those inner thoughts and that inner chatter that goes on in all of our minds. And then catching anything that is self-criticizing or self-condemning. And then changing it out to a neutral, different or ideally a positive thought. And then engaging with the world differently with this new thought. So OCCE, O-C-C-E stands for observing your thoughts, catching anything that is self-criticizing or self-condemning, changing it out and engaging with the world differently with a new thought. This is not something that happens overnight, but with practice you'll get better and better and better at it. And all of a sudden you're OCCE, observing, catching, changing, engaging so quickly and differently that those negative or self-criticizing thoughts are either eliminated or caught really, really quickly or greatly reduced. So this tip of observing your thoughts is the first step. So instead of dwelling on self-doubt and criticism, just observe it, then catch it, change out those thoughts or words to more uplifting ones and engage differently. And a really good tip to go with this tip is to take a breath in when you observe. So you've observed it and you've caught it. Take a breath in and change it out, switch it out to a new or different one and then engage differently. Because confident people understand the power of self-talk, of affirmations and positive personal self-care and compassion and they use the OCCE method to change their self-talk to build their self-confidence, to build their self-compassion, to understand how important self-care is and to give themselves the kindness and grace that they give to others. The fourth thing is setting boundaries. Confident people set healthy boundaries because they know how important this is. Now whether it's in your personal life or professional life, understanding that saying no when necessary is not a sign of weakness, but a demonstration of self-respect. And boundaries create space for self-care and they help you prevent burnout. We can't be all and do all for everyone. Now this was a really big one for me because I used to be the person that tried to do all that. I used to be a big old people pleaser and fixer for others, sometimes even when they didn't ask for the help. And you know what? What I discovered was that I was becoming burnout because 
I would put my things on hold or delay them or not even do them so that I could jump in and help someone else because I got a feeling of satisfaction about being that people pleaser or fixer. And that was fine in the moment, but then later on I'd regret it because then I hadn't done the things that I wanted to do that were important to me. And what I eventually discovered with some help from a coach and a mentor was I discovered that when I did say, sorry, I can't, or I can't do it just now, that the other person was like, oh, okay, no worries, I'll ask someone else. And it was so simple, but I'd, I'd never done it. And it was so simple and such an eye-opener for me that it gave me the confidence to do it again and again and to say, look, sorry, I can't, not yet, or yes, I can do it, but next week, or no, I really just don't have time, sorry, I can't help you right now. And that gave me time to fit in to do the things that I really wanted to do. So the tip is to practice saying no. Practice saying no to the things you don't want to do or you don't want to go to or you don't want to help out with and keep practicing until you're able to say it without guilt. It will happen. It just takes time and practice. Now, if you're responding to me saying this and you feel something welling up inside you, like I did, then start with saying a different version of no. Create one that resonates with you, that allows you to set your boundary, but in a way that resonates with you. So consider some strategies like these ones and write down one that resonates with you and practice it and use it during busy times or those times that you just really don't want to do what you're being asked to do. So here's a few that you can try. Give these a go and see which one works for you. So instead of saying outright no, you might say, sorry, I can't make it, maybe another time. Or thanks for the invite, I just really can't fit it in right now. Or, oh, I'd like to, but my diary is so full at the moment, I can't fit anything else in. Just let me know how it goes. I'm not able to help you today. Maybe you could ask someone else. They might be able to help. And you can name the other person if you feel there's someone relevant that could help them. Or you might want to say, I can't help you if you need that done right now. I can fit it in next week or next month. How does that work? Because if that time doesn't suit you, maybe you could ask someone else who is free now, but I just can't fit it in right this moment. Or you could say something like, did you know that you can learn that on YouTube or you can buy that at X store? So you're teaching them how to do it for themselves. And you could finish that sentence with, I think that's your best first step. Give that a go and let me know how it goes. So there's just a few that you can tweak to be words that resonate with you, but find different ways to say no or not yet or not now. Because learning to say no or not yet is such a simple, it is simple, but might not be easy, and it's a profound act of self-respect. So start practicing with small requests or commitments that you really don't want to do or don't have time for. And watch and notice how when you are able to say no or not yet, that it transforms your ability to prioritize and protect your time. And the last thing is cultivating a supportive tribe. It's really important to have people around you who support you and confident individuals surround themselves with positive and supportive people and they reduce or eliminate time with those that don't support them. 
they understand the importance of a community and a tribe that uplifts and encourages each other. So building a network that is there for you will encourage you and support you is so important. Build your community or tribe with those that share similar values and aspirations and that creates a foundation for each other to be there as supports and for confidence to flourish. So the tip for this one is create 15 or 20 minutes of quiet time where you can evaluate where your time is spent and where your energy levels are. So look at those things that you do and those people that you're engaged with where they're energy drainers and where they're energy givers. And then reduce the time spent on any activity or with any group of people that drains your energy. And if you can and you want to, you could eliminate that, but reduce it and increase, allow more time and opportunities to be in the space where you're doing things and you're around people that uplift you, that raise your energy and that give you opportunity to chat and be supported and succeed in the things that are important to you and notice how different you feel when you spend time around those people. So there you have it. The five things confident people do differently and how you can build these small habits into your life. So take a note of these tips and build them into your life one at a time. So today, just pick one that you want to give a go and create that small change towards implementing that into your life and building your confidence. And remember, be kind to yourself as you embark on this journey. Change is not something that happens with a big bang. It happens with small, tiny, incremental steps, one thing, one day at a time. So remember the five things. Start by accepting imperfections. Engage in regular self-reflection. Notice and understand your self-talk and OCCE it. Realise how important setting healthy boundaries is. And surround yourself with your community and supportive tribe. Just choose one to work on today and do it every day for the next seven days and notice how different you feel. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Helen Luxford and remember to subscribe and connect with me on social media and share this episode with a friend to help them spark their confidence. You can also sign up to the Sparking You Self-Paced Short Course available on my Linktree page. Follow me on Instagram at HelenLuxford100 and look for the link to that Sparking You Self-Paced program in the bio. And as you go about your day, remember, confidence is a journey, not a destination. And until next time, let your light shine.